welcome to Light Up Your Life with me, Michelle Mayur. These podcasts are created especially for healers, light workers, and indeed all spiritual seekers, and are selected from inspiring interviews, angel guided healing meditations, and lots more. Just feel your heart open, experience greater happiness and joy in your life, and move into greater alignment with your life purpose. I invite you to visit my websites at healthehealer.com, that's heal-the-healer.com, and angelwingshealing.com, no dashes in that one, to find out more about the healing products and services I offer. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, wherever in the world you're listening in from today. I'm Michelle Mayur, the Healer for Healers, and it gives me enormous pleasure to be interviewing my soul sister and my very dear friend Lorraine Cohen from Philadelphia and she'll be talking about awakening your courageous heart living in the spirit of grace and this seems like a really timely topic as so many people at the moment seem to be stuck in struggle and fear and even desperation whether it be with money issues health challenges relationship issues or even trying to figure out what their life purpose is and the fact that you've been drawn to listen to this call today, quite possibly you're one of these people. So Lorraine and I have both had more than our fair share of significant challenges to face, so we really get your distress. Recently in meditation with God, I was told your heart will open by ecstatic experiences of love or by being broken open in despair, your choice. Lorraine and I have experienced both of these ways and in our free-flowing conversation today she'll be sharing her wisdom to help us break this cycle of suffering and drama and to move into grace and divine flow. In this powerful conversation you'll discover a powerful grace process, how to shift from suffering to effortless effort, the truth about techniques and how to create real transformation how you might be blocking grace and unconsciously creating more fear, struggle and misery, and how to decode the new language of this golden age to receive abundant goodness into your life. Founder of Powerful Living, Lorraine Cohen is an internationally recognized life strategist, spiritual guide, inspirational speaker and charismatic broadcast personality. She uses her extraordinary spiritual and intuitive gifts to empower her clients to transform fear, release their burdens, and liberate their true self. And I can vouch for that in person. For more than 25 years, Lorraine has assisted thousands of people worldwide to live a life that is awake and authentic and to create a reality that is conscious, deliberate, and meaningful. Her warm and inspiring presentation style makes her a sought-after public speaker, media guest and workshop leader engaging audiences worldwide. Humanity's awakening is her deepest prayer and commitment and I know that comes from Lorraine's heart. So let's get on with it and give a big warm welcome to Lorraine Cohen. Welcome to the call, Lorraine. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. You know I love hanging out with you. Oh, yeah, we do that a lot, don't we? <laughs> we have <laughs> yes, such fun. Thank you so much. Well, you know, 
I so appreciated uh, the way that you introduced the topic that we're that we're going to talk about tonight. And before we dive in, what I would love to do, if you're open to it, is to do a brief centering um, experience, which I find makes a huge difference when doing teleseminars. That it allows us to come together, especially with people who may be rushing in from work or uh, maybe you've had a tough day. It's just a way for us to connect in our hearts, in our energies, and also to get grounded. So could I do that? Oh, absolutely. Do I ever say no to any of your (laughs) um, processes or meditations or oneness blessings, which we'll also be getting uh, to later on in the call? Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. (sighs) So... What I invite everybody to do, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I'm also processing a lot through my throat, as you know. <laughs> excuse me. Yes. Um, wonder how that's going to uh, open up over the next several weeks, as I bet you are. Anyway, yep. um, so everybody, what I hope that as you're listening to this recording, because I I know that afterwards you will you will get a link. So I I just want to just put a little bit of a warning. Please don't listen to guided imageries or uh, anything that will impact on your ability to stay very focused and present. That might put you in any jeopardy. So I'm I'm assuming that for those of you who are listening on the call, that you're able to just place yourself in a comfortable position. You can feel free to lie down or sit in a comfortable chair. And just start by putting your attention on your breath. I invite you to breathe in through your nose. And as you're breathing in, to hold it briefly and allowing your exhalation to be twice as long as your inhalation. So if you're breathing in for the count of three or four, let your exhale be for the count of six or eight. And as you inhale, have the intention of breathing in peace, and exhaling anything that is contrary to peace. Letting go of any challenges, any heaviness, any difficulties, any fears or concerns. Inviting the energies of peace to deepen within you, with each breath. And now inviting the energies of love to begin to fill your body with your inhalation. And as you breathe, inviting these energies to begin to fill your body. To move into the cells of your body. 
into the cells between the cells, into your organs, your bones, like a warm, cozy blanket. You can feel your body beginning to soften as this vibration of love continues to fill you up, expanding within you. Expanding beyond your physical body into your outer bodies. Connecting with your etheric body, your emotional body, your physical body, your mental body, and all the other bodies that surround your physical form. And as this energy of love completely fills you, imagine the energies of the earth from the heart of Mother Nature coming up through the balls of your feet and blending with these energies of love, grounding you to the earth, Anchoring you into her heart. Resting in this connection. Resting in the energies of love and in the heart of nature. Let's take a moment to imagine your heart opening and with intention sending love to the special people in your life, the people in your close circle, in your family your clients, colleagues, connecting all of us on this call all over the world in this beautiful circle of light and this connection to the earth. We know that as we send this love out into the world, because we are all connected as one, that it comes back to us as we give, we also receive. And standing in this intention of love. See the earth bathed in this vibrant light of love and peace. That all life in all forms shall be blessed with love.
Breathe deeply into this intention and purpose. Feel yourself anchoring even more deeply into the energies of peace and love. And within yourself, begin to count from five to one, and at the count of one, opening your eyes, fully alert, fully refreshed, all the way back in your physical body, bringing forward these energies of peace and love, and joining in this conversation of divine grace. That was absolutely wonderful, Lorraine. I really don't want to come back. I don't want to count. I don't want to do the count up. I just want to stay in that energy. But I, I'm just feeling that really it, it was like all of us listening to the call and participating in the call, we're all just being brought together in a, feels like a soft, silky kind of connection, beautiful circle. And there's this sense now of having gone through this process of now feeling safe to really open up and share on a very intimate level, which is something that perhaps other people don't usually get on uh, tele-seminars. It's just this real sense of bonding between us as a as part of the same soul family. So mm-hmm. thank you so much. That was absolutely wonderful. Oh, now, I've, I've just seen that there's a question, and I don't know if it is still relevant, um, whether Caroline found what the, the problem was. But uh, is anybody... Caroline uh, said that she was having problems hearing us. Now, I don't know if that was just an issue with her phone uh, or her computer volume or however she's listening in. But uh, perhaps could Caroline just let us know whether she can hear us okay now? Uh, or if there's anybody else who is having trouble hearing, could they please just let us know? Um, uh, that's been the only comment to that effect, but we do want to make sure that everything's functioning properly. So mm-hmm. if Caroline could just submit, submit um, a, a yes or a no via the Q&A box, that would be great. So in the meantime, while we're just waiting for Caroline, uh, Lorraine, yeah. tell us a bit about your story and what you mean when you talk about living in the spirit of grace Mm, that is such a great place to start Uh, you know as i contemplated our conversation tonight michelle i was reminded of when i first started even thinking about grace and it was about three years ago a very close friend of mine sent me cheryl richardson's book called The Unmistakable Touch of Grace. And at that time, I was experiencing a lot of upheaval in my life. I was praying to experience a lot less struggle, to have more ease, and I never really thought about grace. And I started to wonder, what does that really mean? And then I get this book called The Unmistakable Touch of Grace. And I thought, well, I mean, that's divine synchronicity for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. So I wanted to pull up what she says, and then I want to just expand on that. She says that grace comes from the Latin word 
gracia. It means favor, charm, or thanks. Personally, I, I feel that it's a benediction, and I'll say more about that. She also says, spiritual traditions around the world each share a similar understanding of this word. Grace is seen as a creative force, an act of exceptional kindness and goodness. It's the recognition that everything is connected and sacred. The more in touch we are with this natural abundance of life, the less we need. She also believes that grace is a kind of spiritual intelligence. It's a form of energy that comes from the divine source and that as we connect and trust this higher power to lead us, the more we step into alignment with a larger vision of our lives. We begin to recognize the signs, the symbols, and the messages that lead us to our highest good. That totally resonated with me. And as I thought about it even more, I thought to myself, you know, it's very easy to recognize what we would call the divine hand of grace when things are working out the way we want, right? When we feel in the flow, when things feel effortless, we're happy. I feel the hand of grace because everything is going my way. What happens when things don't seem to be flowing the way we want? Do we then say that the hand of grace is not there? Because we love when something that we wanted, something we prayed for, something that we practiced working with, it just seemed to flow. So what I wanted to really explore was how could I stand in grace when I was experiencing upheaval? Was it possible to actually access and see that grace is an operation when I felt scared, when I found myself in debt, when I was diagnosed with breast cancer last year. When I defaulted on my mortgage, you know, all the types (laughs) of things. This is a whole string of the Mrs. Taylor, right? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, what was interesting was, and I have to say, this may sound a little bit odd and some of you may understand this. I have stood back in in absolute amazement at the brilliance of my own creative ability to have created experiences to teach me about grace because it was one of my prayers, one of my deepest prayers that I put out a couple of years ago. And I would say, I don't think that I had any idea what I was really praying for when I made that prayer because as I've shared this with people, their eyes have rolled. (laughs) They've said to me, oh, my God, that is one heck of a prayer. And the prayer that I had was I wanted to know what it felt like to stand in unshakable faith and trust. (laughs) That was setting yourself up, wasn't it? It was. 
And as I look back in retrospect, I really needed to know. I had a yearning to know, as so many people have also echoed, can I really trust that God is there for me? Can I really trust that this divine presence is going to care for me and be there for what I want and need? That was an uncertainty that I had. That was a distrust that I had. I could see many blessings had transpired throughout my life, many without my ever requesting. In some ways and at certain times, I felt that my life was very charmed. And when I went through a very pivotal time of the next phase of my awakening, my life fell apart. And that was the end of my thinking that my life was charmed at that point. And I I, I started asking some of those deeper questions, and I, be, I began this very deep spiritual journey, which started in 1980, really the, the early 1980s, probably 1981 or ni- 1982, right after my mother died. That, was, that put me in a, a real emotional tailspin of trying to make sense out of my life and make sense out of her death. And so I've been on this journey for a very long time, being very close to God. I'm very comfortable saying, God, you may have a a different language. And I think we're all saying the same thing, even though we we use a different name. And then there was a period of time, and I, I don't know when it happened or how it happened, that I kind of left the building. And it wasn't that God left me. I... I still was very much invested in my own journey, but for whatever reason, I wasn't including God so much anymore. And in the last several years, as I've gone through the third crash in my life, which encompassed the many things I just shared, my passion and my yearning to know God in a much deeper way has emerged. and. It has been the hand of grace that has been part of the partnering of this journey. And it has been a very profound, very humbling, because it has broken my heart open. There was something that you said earlier, and you said it so beautifully, Michelle. About I don't the, remember the exactly the... Yeah, please. Yeah, um, it, and it was something I often, you know, write my letters to God, and this was just something that I received in uh, as a message back from God, however you want to describe that, but this is how it resonates with me. And I was just told, and it was very plain, very matter-of-fact, your heart will be opened by ecstatic experiences of love or by being broken open in despair. Your yeah. choice. Right. For me, I've experienced both, and one of the experiences that I have shared was waking up at about 3.30 a.m. in the morning. This was in March of 2011. I happen to remember this because it was right 
after I became a oneness blessing giver. And it was at that time that I had received a very strong message that as long as I continued to try to save myself from different experiences, I was selling off my IRAs, I had my business had fallen apart, I was accruing debt, I was scared, and I was using my retirement funds in order to stay afloat. And the divine, I'm going to say that it was the divine that essentially said to me, the message came very clear, as long as I continued to save myself, I would never know how loved and supported that I was because I wasn't giving enough time and space to allow any grace or any support to reach me. If it wasn't coming in my timetable, it wasn't coming fast enough, as soon as I started feeling scared, I did something in order to eliminate the fear. So I needed to let a bunch of balls drop. So here I woke up 3.30 a.m. in the morning with this energy just moving through my body. It seemed to be locked in, in my ankle. And when I felt into the very center of it, I, I had this sense of panic. the only word that came to mind. And when I have had felt it in the past, I would usually kick my foot or smack it in some way, try to make it stop. You know, I'm sure there's people listening who have probably done different things when they feel things to try to get rid of it. And I knew that what I needed to do in that moment was to lie perfectly still and to breathe into it, to let whatever it was that seemed to be swirling in my ankle emerge. And within a matter of minutes, I was filled with this overwhelming feeling of deep despair. And I started to sob. I can't tell you what the despair was about. I didn't have a story associated with it. It was pure feeling. And I don't know how long I felt it. What I was learning how to do, which is, a little bit of a clue of what the grace process is, is I did no technique at all. I did not calm myself down. I did not talk to my inner child. I did not do anything to shift what I was experiencing because what I was being shown was anything that I engaged in to help to move the process along would create resistance. And I was being shown how to truly release something permanently. And that was to breathe into the emotion, rest into it completely, allow it to take me over without resistance. And I also called in the divine, to presence itself within my body and within my heart. I just said, be with me. I didn't say, make it stop, take it away. Just be with me and help me to walk through this. That was essentially all I did. 
I was on my knees, I was in prayer, and I just sobbed. And I went through two waves of this, from 3.30 a.m. to 5 o'clock in the morning. And when it completely passed, and it did, it just, it was there in high intensity. I also had the sense while I was experiencing it that it was very old, very old, probably when I was very, very young, and I felt so much despair at different times, a sense of powerlessness. I also had the sense that I was feeling some of the despair in the world because in the work that I do, I do see that some of my service is to do work on behalf of others. And I think that's true of a lot of people who do healing work is we, we're all connected. So we, in our own work, there is a ripple effect that occurs across the world. Yes, I, I, I agree with that. Yes, yeah. I, I find for me that the issue that I seem to process on more of a global scale is grief. Yeah. So I, I resonate with that one. Yeah. And when it passed and there was a very distinct feeling of when it was complete because when there's when there wasn't any more charge to it, I felt this rush of grace come in, this feeling of deep peace completely filled me. I was exhausted and I was at total peace and I can tell you that since then I have never experienced any deep despair since then, which has been an incredible gift of grace. I've been through a lot of very challenging experiences and not once have I ever felt that level of despair. That is such powerful information for people because so often people will, uh, I've perhaps term it a crutch of using, you know, some a particular technique to try and avoid actually feeling the pain that's lying underneath and until we go into that pain and really feel it to release it, then there's that aspect of us which is still resisting and we still keep going round and round in circles. So thank you so much for sharing that because I've I've been in that situation myself as as you know as well, where we've just really sat in the pain and allowed it to be whatever it is, allowing ourselves to really feel it, and then it goes, and then we move on, rather than trying to resist or having some U-Butte-fancy technique come in over the top and, oh, well, this will fix it, but no, until you actually feel that, until you get out of the head and go and feel that, that pain, that emotion, it doesn't clear. Exactly. That was one of the things that, I really wanted us to bring onto this call and just adding a little bit more to what you just said. The way that we used to do things in the 90s or even in the early 2000s and the way in which we are 
moving through our charges, our emotional pain, is very different because we are moving into higher vibrations. And a lot of the techniques that we did in the past are are a lower energy. And they were designed to manage situations, but not really to release them. And that's all we had at the time. When we use mental processes to release pain, we're operating at two different places. The heart is 14 inches below the head. And when we're working through to truly release and transcend the pain, we're doing that with the divine because that's where all healing comes. When we engage in using our mind and our ego, we cut the divine out of it. We are resting on our own strength. We're resting on our own direction. And we pull out of the heart because the mind and the ego are not feeling parts of ourselves. So what we're actually doing in this intention of helping the process, what we're actually doing is setting ourselves up to not only create resistance, but to stay stuck in that suffering. And there can be layers of releases that happen. And this is also why a lot of times people find themselves what feels as if they are repeating cycles. I've heard people say so often, I thought I was done with this. I thought I worked through it. And I say this a little bit sarcastically because this is an ongoing journey and you are going to be dealing with charges throughout the rest of your life. But what changes is how you work with the charges. And and the higher you raise your vibrations, the more aligned you become with your soul and the bond that you have with the divine and you move into higher awakened states, which is a benediction from the divine. We we don't awaken ourselves. This is a gift that is given to us by the divine. And all of the clearing that we're being invited to do right now is in preparation of our hearts opening and our vibrations raising to the point that we move into these higher states of consciousness. And from those higher states, the way in which you experience these uh, these painful charges move very quickly, sometimes in a split second, very different from the way in which we're used to experiencing it now with it, it feeling like a struggle or or difficult. I've been watching myself release charges in a matter of seconds. I released some rage today in about three seconds. I hope it was nothing to do with the tele-seminar. <laughs> no, it was, you know, you and I were talking, I was feeling some sore points, and when I felt into it, what I got was that um, that what I was holding in that part of my body was rage. And I I didn't... I didn't focus on the story because when you focus on the story, that's another that's another point I want to be sure that we bring into this conversation because it's really important. I didn't focus on the story. I just 
rested into the energy of what I sensed was rage, and I just watched it. And I noticed this very intense vibration building um, in my chest that reminds me of times in the past when I have become enraged. That's a very similar energy. And I felt it. I watched it. And then I told God to take it after I fully felt it and it was gone. I haven't released it completely, but I released a chunk. Excellent. It was really so is this, this all part of um, what you talk about? Is uh, you talk about the art of suffering as a grace process, and I think that uh, you know we, you've been talking about that now. But is there anything yes. else that you'd like to add in particular as to yes. uh, you know yes. the, this term, the art of suffering? Yes. First, I want to clarify the art of suffering because the first time I heard that phrase in my oneness community, I thought to myself, I was like, oh, God, the art of suffering, got to be kidding. The two words <laughs> didn't seem to go together. And, of course, I had an immediate sense of dread when I heard it. And you when know I what? Came... My yeah, first reaction when I saw the, the art of suffering, I... I was thinking of some of my clients that are so stuck in their their story that they've actually almost perfected it to an art form. So I, that was the interpretation I put on the art of suffering. So yes, we're, you're obviously <laughs> clarifying that my first interpretation wasn't correct at all. Well, I would say yes and no. It's, it really is very much in alignment with what you started to describe as either... Um, experiencing grace through despair or more elegantly. And so the art of suffering really speaks to this grace process that when you become aware in whatever way you do of emotional pain, of resistance, whether you experience it physically or you start to notice it by some of your behavior that starts to clue you in, that you get a sense of something's going on. And you begin to rest into that. And sometimes people don't recognize those cues. It takes a reaction of some sort where you're getting upset about something or you're um, you're feeling overwhelmed by a grief or you're feeling frustrated, all the different types of emotions or overwhelmed with fear. So you breathe into the fear. I'm going to just use fear because I, I work so much with people on fear. You breathe into the fear. And the tendency that we have is well, what is the fear about? I need to understand what the fear is about. And as soon as we start to do that, we start to launch into looking for the story. Sometimes you can associate it with something that happened in the past or something that's going on <clears throat> Excuse me, in the present. And there's a certain comfort that the the mind and the ego has by being able to make sense of something. Okay, the reason I'm feeling afraid is because of this, this, and this. 
doesn't necessarily shift the emotion, but you've, you've got an answer. We don't always have an answer. So when we're looking to work through something with intention and we breathe into it, and I've talked about resting into it, not doing any technique, allowing it to wash over you, that's the art. When you do nothing and you simply allow it to take you over and and let it run you, so to speak, it will burn out on its own and grace will come rushing in right behind that. If you get in the way and you start trying to manage, control, or direct it, you will create suffering. Ultimately, what will happen is you'll exhaust yourself, wipe yourself out in some way so that you finally give up, and then grace will come in, but it will come in at the expense of you giving up fighting. It will cost you energy, possibly time, money, um, well-being, health. These are all choices. So the art is to surrender, to let go of the story. And this is a place that I see people getting stuck repeatedly. Sometimes when people have an intention to access a charge, you can do it by inviting a life review or some memories just start to come up and you just find yourself just bubbling up with some emotion. I had some of that happening as I was working through some of this anger. You had suggested maybe you're dealing with some anger, and I had a couple of memories that popped up that were, oh, I could just feel myself churning. Um, Two different stories about two different people, and I could feel the rage coming up. But I didn't stay with replaying what had happened in my mind, or I would have gotten stuck there. I just acknowledged that... There were some underlying messages as a result of that that were very familiar to me. And I knew and know that if I replayed the story, then I was going to be hooking into my mind and I was not going to be getting into the feeling. I was going to keep stoking it, stoking it, stoking it. And it was going to become a mental torture. I wasn't going to be dealing with the anger at all from a feeling state because I was continuing to throw logs on a fire and inflaming myself. So there's a point that you need to recognize. Maybe you need some of that story at the beginning to get in touch with the feeling, but that can become an addiction. It can become a habit of telling the story over and over and over and over after you have told it to the extent that you need to, it becomes the story you tell is the story you live. The story you live is the story you tell. And people can get very comfortable in their stories, and that's how we create our story of being powerless and victimized. That can be very comfortable. Until you let go of your story to work through the charge and go into the feeling state, you will continue to cycle in suffering and drama. So the key is recognizing 
where are you resting? Are you resting in your story or are you resting in the feeling? You've got to get down into the feeling and let the story go. In fact, there are times when you don't need any story at all, just feel. And if you don't know what you're feeling, hopefully you've been working on creating this bond with God. Ask God to bring the charge up. Bring it up. Bring it up quickly. Bring it up thoroughly. And be with me while I walk through it. This is such powerful information that there's another aspect to this too, Lorraine, that both of us deal with a lot of very high vibration people that have been doing their self-healing work for a long time and have actually cleared through quite a lot of this stuff from this lifetime. Now I'm finding with a lot of my clients that what we're dealing with actually is previous lifetime stuff so we don't need the story around it all we need to access is the charge the feeling that's still being carried at the soul level about this so that this can come up and resolve so it's not unusual for feelings to come up and we have no idea where they've come from and we don't need to know where they've come from all we need to do is sit with it feel into it let it go and as I I often say become the the fascinated observer to the process of of what's happening but just allow it to to be and to sit with it right we are energy beings the charges are energy and to be comfortable and trusting that what is coming up bring in your partner, the best partner that you could ever have, God is my best friend. I can't imagine walking through anything without this presence with me. The presence is in your body and working through you anyway to to show you and guide you. And the less resistant you become, the faster you will move through it. Whatever your mind is imagining will happen as you move through something, it may be difficult. It might be painful. There are definitely times. But I will tell you that I continue to be amazed by how the hand of grace moves me through these experiences very, very quickly and very easily where I will just feel the energy move through me. I mean, Saturday, I was aware of a couple of charges. I've been resting. You and I have been talking about feeling so exhausted. I was feeling this low-level agitation that I've experienced before. It's almost like a little bit of anxiety, a restlessness. I felt it. Called in God. Sat with it. Felt it as far as I could, didn't resist any of it. I have no story. I couldn't tell you what it was about. Then I handed it over to God. I watched it leave my body. It looked like fishes swimming upstream. It was fascinating because I'm not typically visual. And I could feel it just being pulled as if they were just floating away upstream. And then there was this peace that I felt... This whole thing took, I don't know, three minutes maybe? Fascinating. 
Mm, so quick. We have in our mind this idea that in order to work through difficulty and pain, it has to be gut-wrenching, it has to be hard, and it has to be long. Now, I will bet you that you've had experiences where you have released things very fast. I mean, I, I once busted through something. It's the best way that I can say it. Several years ago when I was at a training, I kept hitting wall after wall after wall before I knew any of this. And I released a very deep pain that had to do with my father in 15 seconds. I cried, let out this burst of grief. It was gone. Mm. We imagine all of these things in our mind. We don't even know what we're imagining half the time. But you cannot sidestep this piece. To move into higher states of awakening, you have got to learn how to walk in grace through your charges. And you cannot do it the way you used to do it with these techniques that are focused on controlling, managing, directing, and getting rid of these feelings. You won't get there. Look, I think now's a really good time to um, perhaps talk about some of the audios and things that you're presenting in your um, special offer for listeners today because this is so much about helping people to to really feel into the feelings and just move through things very, very quickly. And I know it had that effect on me. Um, one, my, my very favourite one is the, um, the through the eyes of love, looking at yourself the way God sees you. Uh, it's yeah. so beautiful. So would you like to tell Thank us a little you. bit more about that? Oh, I, you know, I would. I was so divinely guided to create this collection because I felt that we're so inundated with so much data that we don't need any information that we need to have experiences, real experiences, where we can begin to move some of this stuff. So I sat with the divine, and I had no idea what we were going to do, and I came up with this, seven-piece collection. I'm just looking at it now. The first one is called Coming Home to Your Heart. This is actually a takeoff of a process that I have done in my Pathways to Awakening programs and work that I've done with clients over the years, but at a much higher and much refined state. This allows you to walk through different parts of yourself as if you were moving through different rooms. And in each of the rooms, it's an opportunity for you to unburden your heart and to create a different relationship with some of your past and then to end up with a beautiful reconnection with spirit. And I've had so many incredible comments from people who have said they don't want to leave this meditation. They want to hang out there, which is very, very cool. So in each of these meditations, you will experience a shift. So coming home to your heart is item one. The second one is through the eyes of love. And I'm I'm not surprised that you love that one because I've got a client who listens to it every single night. What this got me about that one Sorry. was that I, I really didn't think that I had any more healing to do with my, my parents, especially my father. And, um, you know, that the part that's dealing with the father on that I just found myself just 
sobbing uncontrollably. And it was like, wow, that brought that up so easily and so quickly, just brought up that feeling. And it's it resolved and it's gone. So there really was a, a big shift just listening to that audio. And it's not that long or anything, but yeah. it's very, very powerful. Well, now you you know you probably had a second part to the mother father relationship healing because that that also took you through a couple of other perspectives to be able to uh invite whatever part of you had some things that you needed to express in order to bring the relationship with your father and your mother to a higher place of peace. So between those two audios, you were invited to experience a deeper self-love and because the our relationships with the people who raised us whether they were our biological parents or caregivers they represent the the way that we deal with relationships in our life now because they're the first significant relationships that we experience in our lives with the exception or addition of whatever relationship that we have with God at a very early age. And we can track back so many life challenges to the relationship that we had with our parents. If a person is dealing with money issues, it is likely that there are clues to the relationship with the father if your father or the male figure in your life was the person who handled money. Obstacles, you would look at challenges that you have in your life as it relates to your mother. So between these two audios, you have an opportunity to do some massive clearing to bring restoration back into your heart and to start to feel more loving and kindness towards yourself and also open to experience more abundance in your life, which is what we all want. Um and then in item four, I've kind of just combined uh, two and three. Because I do so much work with people on fear, I had to have something in here that would help you to anchor into the relationship that you have with the divine and also stand on a foundation of courage and power. So this one was very interesting, the way that it came together because the purpose of it was to really help you to tap into how powerful you truly are. As we're being called to create our lives in a whole different way, we need to be connecting with that power inside. So for anybody that is dealing with any kind of fears or lack of confidence, this is one audio that is going to help you to really anchor into the power and the presence, and um, also to your nature of love and abundance that I say here. And you may find that your life changes dramatically as a result of feeling more aligned with who you really are. The Crystal Pyramid Color Healing is a favorite of mine. I have done it many times, but again, this is higher. This moves you through the different chakras to, again, do a lot of releasing from the past and and to bring in new energies and new awarenesses that you want to start living your life, to let go of a lot of the programs and perceptions and beliefs that no longer serve you, and then to anchor in some of these newer programs and beliefs that you want to be growing from and building upon as you move forward in your life. It's a 
very powerful um, healing. Plus, it also it works with colors that I absolutely love, and the visual um, it is just lovely. If you like pyramids, as I do, you're going to love this one. Meeting with the board is very unique. It's very creative and something that I was guided to do several years ago. And when I did it for my groups, they all they all wanted this. It's very quick. And it's probably like nothing you've ever heard before. I firmly believe that in order for us to be able to move into a feeling of completeness and wholeness, which we are meant to, then we have to create a welcoming place to look at all parts of ourselves with open arms and love and compassion. So this is a very creative way of seeing yourself as like the CEO of your of your company and the parts of yourself as being part of the community and to begin to shine a light on the positive aspects of what they bring to your life and allow them to transform into... Uh, a new expression that supports you in creating a great life so that you move out of self-condemnation, you move out of separateness and abandoning parts of yourself and you come together in a higher state of wholeness. I even gave you a little sample script if you felt that you wanted to play with it and then record something in your own voice. You don't need it, but um, you can be really playful with it. Yeah, it's very, very clever. I liked that one. It was quite different to the others, just clever. Yeah, very, very different. Then my Pathways to Awakening journey, I've given you a 50% coupon. This is the most powerful program that I teach. Uh, it's six different mini journeys, um, journeys through self-love. I actually have that coming up in September, a four-week journey through self-love. Uh, there's journeys through forgiveness. Uh, Divine Grace, Courage, Faith and Trust, we're just finishing up that now, and Divine Destiny, and you'll be able to get a 50% coupon to come into any one of those journeys to be used over a six-month period. You can choose any journey you want. And then there's a bonus audio. It's just, it's you know, you had a little taste of the centering that we did at the beginning. This is a seven-minute audio to help you to get grounded for the day and move into your day from a place of power and strength. Um, people love it. It's very quick, uh, and it's something that you can easily build into your day. So that is uh, the special package for number one. And then if you've loved what you've heard me talk about and you want some private time with me for only seven jet nah, can't even talk. <laughs> for, for only $70 more, you can choose package two and have a private session with me. And if you want to have a breakthrough, I'd love to help you do that. So that's the package. Isn't it great? Yeah, it is really, really great. And I'm so proud you know, of it. Just to have the session with you alone for that price is amazing because they're really, really, really worthwhile. Um, you and I have done quite a lot of work with each other, haven't we, uh, we have, on a sort of yeah. exchange basis? And we both know how powerful our sessions are with each other. Oh, my God. And, and, and one, yes. You know, I've had so many people who have taken advantage of that session, which is wonderful. And one final thing that I also want to add is on most, if not all, uh, with the exception of uh, just two of the items, there's a oneness blessing of divine grace in all of the audios, and many of them have theta healing music to help you to really go into deep states 
to do the work with as much grace and ease as possible. So they're not super long. You'd be amazed at the kinds of shifts that you can experience in 15, 20, 25 minutes. So there's no reason if anybody is concerned about, you know, that these might be really, really, really long. They are short, they are sweet, and they pack one heck of a punch. Yep, they're really potent. Yeah. Okay, thank you. And um, for people listening on the, the webcast, uh, you can get all the full details just by clicking on the big grey button. They'll take you straight through and you can check out all of that for yourself. Now, obviously time's getting on. Um, you know, we've <laughs> Why does that not surprise me, Lorraine? I know, um, I, I know that, you know, Lorraine is so passionate about what she talks about and, and we're going to in such depth and uh, like a really intimate kind of feeling that it's very easy for time to slip away. So I've, I've just a couple of the other areas that I did promise that we'd be talking about. Um, Lorraine, can you tell us how to decode the, the new language of this golden age to receive abundant goodness into your life? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we've, in, we've indirectly been uh, talking about it and that is in this new age, we are being encouraged in a variety of different ways to prioritize the bond that you have with the God of your understanding. In my oneness community, we talk about your personal divine because the relationship that you have with whoever God is for you is personal. And as part of being able to navigate this period, which is about love, which is about feeling, not thinking, feeling. And the grace process is part of this new language that I've been describing is learning how to be in the moment, to be living in the present, which is very difficult for most of us because we have all of this mental chatter going on. But this new language is about living in the present As soon as you realize that you're not in the present, you come back into the present, welcoming the feelings as they come up, working and beginning to master this process of divine grace, which is what I work with my clients so focused on, is helping them to become very masterful at doing this, and to realize that everything that you are experiencing in your life is serving you to grow and to evolve. Everything is working for you. Every person who pushes your buttons is helping you to get in touch with yourself and to look at yourself and the charges that you're holding. So it's about being non-resistant. It's about really honing that intuitive muscle and looking for opportunities to step into faith and trust, being that expression of love, fostering your bond with the divine feeling. It's This is all of the language. Okay, it's about beautiful. living from that place every single day. One other thing that I feel prompted to, and I paused for a moment because I really wanted to feel into what was wanting to be expressed, and that is, I live my life very differently right now. I used to be very strategic in the way in which I would plan and I would do goal setting. I mean, I'm I'm also a um a life strategist, so it was not unusual for me to be looking into the future and to have some strategies. It's not to say that I don't do that, 
But my strategy every day is very different. And in this new language, I start my day with tuning in to see what I'm guided to do today. And like for the last several days, what I was being told to do was to do nothing, absolutely nothing, which is not so easy for me to do. I was being told to rest and to just let go and let the universe handle things for me. So I live my life by what seems fun, what's juicing me, what is in harmony with my heart, what is in harmony with my values, what is it that I love to do, what feels right, and I always tune in every single day to where my guidance is, and that becomes my strategy. New, different kind of strategy because I'm not leading with my head, I'm leading with my heart. That's also part of this new energy is inviting this divine presence, your soul, your spirit, to be the guiding force in your life and for your mind to move into a secondary position and to be utilized for the practical functioning of your life but not to guide or to counsel you. That's the shift. Okay, that's that's pretty powerful stuff. So I was wondering if you would be able to just, I guess, summarize in point form so for people who want to take notes or anything that they can just really have some really key points of for people who are really wanting to transcend fear and consciously create a more joyful and soulfully vital life, can you give like just a few key points very succinctly of what you feel people need to to do to achieve this and i know you've you've covered all of this already but i guess just to summarize the most important relationship for you to be fostering right now is the relationship that you have with god there is nothing more important than that nothing at all because for everything that you are wanting in your life, for all the prosperity, all the success, all the joy, all the love, it will come from your relationship that you have with the divine. I cannot stress that enough. What about people who say that they don't know how to connect with the divine? They don't know if uh, you know they're receiving any messages or if their prayers are heard or any of these things which we both commonly hear from people. Yes. So here's a few things that were very powerful for me that I had to take a leap of faith about, you know, because I didn't have any proof of it. Uh, or there was proof, but I had to recognize the proof. And that was... I had been repeatedly told by people that I trusted that every sincere prayer is heard. Every prayer is heard. Every sincere prayer is responded to more quickly. And the more clear we are in our prayers, the better that the divine can respond. And you don't even have to have exact language for it all the time, but the greater the sense of urgency, the faster the response. The key here is to let go of your attachment to what you think the form that the prayer will be answered in and to trust 
that what will come will serve you in the highest and best way. And then you've got to begin to tune your eyes to recognize the forms in which your prayers are answered. And that takes time to begin to connect the dots. Sometimes it's very easy to see a divine synchronicity or a message comes or something that you have wanted and you can say, okay, so that's an answer to my prayer. But it's not always clear cut. And the other thing that I started playing around with was if I don't know how to do something, let me go and ask God to teach me. Remember the prayer that I made? I made this prayer about wanting to stand in unshakable faith and trust. So how was my prayer answered? My life fell apart. I saw it. I saw it happen. I saw that as an answer to my prayer. How better for me to find out if God was going to be there for me than to take a form that would get my attention. You know what would get my attention? Money is going to get my attention. Health will get my attention. And also during this time, my beloved 14-year-old cat died on 11-11 and 11-30. Totally broke my heart open. I saw all of this rather than to see my life as crappy and negative, I I saw the dots connect because it broke me open. And I also saw the help that came. I saw the people that showed up. I saw things come together. I saw money coming through. I saw people coming into my life who wanted to give me things. They were giving me programs. They were giving me chocolate. They were giving me money. They were giving me all sorts of things. I had to learn how to be a great receiver. So the evidence was there in response, and it was an opportunity for me to see the blessings as they were coming in. And anything that you don't know how to do, ask God to teach you. Show me how to see this. Show me how to see your presence in my life. I don't trust you. Show me how to trust you. And then be open to the ways in which your prayers are answered and be willing or get some help to help you recognize the forms that those prayers are taking. Because we still have an attachment to the form we think it has to take in order to believe it. I just wanted to to chime in for a moment. Um, I was just guided to look at the the clock on my computer then. I hadn't been looking at it before. My eyes just were guided to flip down 11-11. Yes. Angel numbers. <laughs> so just that was just a confirmation. So it's an angel moment. So the angels are closely supporting us, and of course the angels are the messengers of God. Okay. So yeah, I just wanted to share that with you before it flipped over onto eleven twelve, and that's Melbourne time too. So anybody who's confused, listening elsewhere in the world. That's beautiful. Yeah. So um, whatever you don't know how to do, whatever quality you lack. This presence inside of you not only knows how to solve any problem that you have, knows how to figure out anything that you want, is eager, wants to help you more than you can imagine. What you are reaching for is reaching for you. You have to ask. The more passionate 
you are about asking, the more passion you have for this relationship, the more you will open yourself to the hand of grace. And it is about taking leaps of trust. And, you know, there have been times when I've been in conversation with people that I consider to be trusted colleagues. You and I have had conversations where you'll point something out that maybe I hadn't connected, and you'll say, oh, you know, here's an example of that, and it'll be, you're my blessing in that moment. You've shown a light on something that I didn't connect in my mind, and to me, that's an answer to a prayer. The message was sent through Michelle. And vice versa, I might add, too. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So prioritize the bond that you have with the divine. Consider the grace process that I talked about, inviting the charges to come up. Do absolutely nothing except to breathe into it and feel it. Connect with this divine presence inside of you. Call it. Call it to yourself. Demand it. I need you now. Come into my body now. I mean, if you're comfortable with that, maybe you're not comfortable with that, and that's something that you have to work on. You can, as you feel this presence inside of you, if you do, I know I do. I never used to feel energy, but I I sure do now. I, I can definitely tell when I feel the divine presence with me. And you continue to breathe into whatever you're feeling, and it will begin to fall apart. And as you feel it beginning to fall apart, you can call in your power. Right? Stand in the presence of your power. Feel that power surging inside of you. Ask the divine to give you a blessing with that. Those are some things that you can play with. But you'll feel the grace rush in because you're not throwing any more logs on the fire and it will eventually burn out, and it, it it will not come back. That piece that you release will be gone permanently. Now, you may have different layers inside, so let go of this idea about whatever you released is the whole piece. There may be more to it. It's like an internal structure, um, like a building, and it may be that you released a wing of the building, but the, but the foundation is still there. So be okay with that. This is a journey. And you have the most powerful partner in the world who will help you to do this. And it will get easier and more grace-filled, and your life will begin to change in beautiful ways. Wow, and that's so true. We've both lived that, and that is, I really hope that people listening to the call understand the power and the significance of what Lorraine has just said. This is, this is what will take you from the place of struggle, of fear, of separation, to a whole new level of divine connection. And being able to process whatever it is that you need to process, feeling loved and supported as well as you do this. So I'm looking at the time. Um, If anybody has a relevant question, we've got uh, several questions come through, but they're really not relevant to the call. So um, if anybody has a call that's uh, 
a question that's relevant to the call, please just submit that now via the Q&A box. Um, and in the meantime, Lorraine, would you like to lead us through your oneness blessing? We look forward to this. Everyone who's experienced them before really looks forward to these. I definitely will. And the other thing that I, you know, I just want to also uh, piggyback, the collection of audios will help you to move into the kinds of shifts that we're talking about. They were designed that way. And you'll feel the divine presence working with you to move you through some of the the stuff that you might be challenged with right now. I see it happening consistently. So just know that if you're dealing with some difficulty, some emotional pain right now, this collection can help you to move through with so much grace. That's about giving yourself a gift and follow your heart on this. If you feel guided, that is your soul and your spirit guiding you. That's how we can tell. So trust your wise self. It's never going to guide you in any way, whether it's this collection or anything else. It's never going to guide you in a way that's going to put you in harm's way. It's always working on your behalf. And as you develop this muscle of trust, you will also be guided into more grace. So why don't I do a brief guided meditation. We'll see what's wanting to come out that we can maybe do in about five, ten minutes. How about that? That sounds good. Okay, wonderful. <sighs> Definitely felt the presence tonight. I can... Feel that energy just coming through. <laughs> oh, so can I. Wow, it's hitting like a ton of bricks, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's like an unstoppable force sometimes. I'm usually walking around while that's happening. I can't sit still. <sighs> so, let's all gently begin to close your eyes and focus on your breath once more. Feel that intake of breath. And with each out breath, having the thought of anything that is wanting to be released, maybe anything that's been stirred up from tonight's conversation that has shaken loose. We don't even need to know what that story is. If it's energies that are ready to be released, let your out-breath create that space for it to just go. And as you're breathing, breathing deep into your belly, bringing that breath up. giving yourself permission for your thoughts to quiet. And in whatever way is comfortable for you, extend that invitation to this divine presence, this source of loving light, whatever way feels comfortable for you, to be with you. If you're comfortable inviting 
this presence to fill you with its consciousness, go ahead and do that and ask it to anchor itself within your heart. It loves to do that. Just rest in your heart. You might have a sense of some vibration. You might feel a warmth. You might feel some ease. Just allowing yourself to experience this in whatever way you do is just perfect. And with this communication open, invite this presence to show you in a language that is clear for you, where you might be holding on to anything that is keeping you in a state of constriction or difficulty, anything that may be holding you in separation from some grace that is wanting to come in, that is holding you in any suffering. Let go of trying to figure anything out. Just kind of notice if you're sensing the mind searching for answers, just let that go. Just be open to any thoughts, any feelings, anything that comes up on its own. What does this presence want to show you, to tell you, that is important for you to become aware of, to move forward in your life? Allowing yourself to just be open and curious to whatever comes up. Be aware of any sensations that you're feeling in your body that might be how this information is being communicated to you. It might come in the form of a metaphor. be open to this glimpse tonight. It might be a confirmation of something that you've you've known about. You might not be sensing anything at all, and if so, Just trust that the answer may come at a different time.
And if you are comfortable, invite this presence to partner with you, to work with whatever you have been shown or told to partner with you, to help you to work with this whatever with grace, with courage, with whatever it is that you are wanting help with. Extend that invitation. Help me with this. I don't know how to do this. Be my partner. If you feel nervous or anxious about it, express that. This scares me. I don't want to deal with it. Feels too big. Help me with it. Guide me through this. Whatever way feels comfortable for you. And see or sense that agreement, that invitation being received because all sincere requests are always heard and solutions are always found to any difficulty. This is your invitation to rest in this deep knowing that you are loved, that you are cherished, that your life is meant to be a celebration of joy. That this is a period of rebirth, recovery, reunion, of coming home to who you truly are with the presence that adores you and wants what you want for yourself and more. Be open to this in whatever way you can and are. Imagine resting into this truth, inviting the energies of divine grace and love to wrap you, to hold you, inviting you to let go and surrender and rest in that energy. And in this letting go, you are reminded that in every moment, you are never alone. That the universe is always 
working on your behalf to guide you to light your way your awakening into higher states of consciousness is guaranteed you are on that journey and in the right time and in the right way You will be blessed with this gift and your life will begin to be one where you experience life in ways that you never have before. This is your legacy and this is your heritage. This is guaranteed. Now allow your breath to begin to deepen. As your energy begins to come up, I'm going to send a oneness blessing of divine grace. Just be open to receive. When it is complete, I'll be speaking once more. Take three deep breaths and breathe this beautiful blessing into your body as your energy comes up. Counting within yourself from five to one and at the count of one, opening your eyes all the way back and fully present, connected with your body. And as you open your eyes, still connected with this beautiful energy, Have the thought of sending this to anyone and anything that you would also like to bless. And as you send this blessing out, continue to rest in this blessing within yourself, in this beautiful energy of divine love and grace. And so it is. It is so it is done. That was absolutely exceptional, Lorraine. I know we've both been doing some pretty intensive clearing these last few days on a very physical level and there was a sense that this is the new vibration, the new higher vibration that you're bringing in. Mm. Would you mind if I I just share what I experienced because I think it's actually relevant for for everyone. 
as soon as you set the intention to start the meditation, we both felt the energies come in very strongly. For me, I felt this very heavy energy come in through my crown chakra, go straight through my body, and then come up and, and settle in my heart. And there were just masses of energy going out in all directions from my heart. As you were guiding us through the meditation, I was seeing a lot of the emerald green of Archangel Michael. Mm. And I was also, um, the message that I received is, you are loved, my mm. child. You are so loved. And I know that that is a message that I'm meant to share with everyone. It wasn't just for me. It is for everyone on this call and in the world as well, that we are all loved by the divine. We are so mm. loved. And when That's we beautiful. see our it, yeah, it was absolutely magnificent. There's just so much, and there still is so much energy running through me. I could feel the group. We, it, it's like we're embraced together. And this doesn't matter whether people will be listening to the replay or not. This, this this connection through time and space of being embraced together in love, and there's this massive golden light energy, like a metallic golden light energy that's surrounding all of us. It's incredibly mm. powerful. So I don't know how to thank you enough for that and I know that it was a gift of the divine because we both felt that energy come through Absolutely. so strongly. And even if people listening to the call haven't felt it with that level of intensity that I have and obviously I'm I'm super sensitive because I do this work all the time. Right. But even if they haven't felt it, it will touch each and every person on this call. You know, I'm very curious. You know, I know that we're running a little bit over, which does have a tendency to happen sometimes. Um, yes, if anybody not. has anything that they uh, want to share, if they had any experience from the meditation, I'd love for them to uh, add something uh, and submit it with a comment so that we can, uh, you know, share it and celebrate that with you. So uh, that's my invitation. I'd love to hear what anybody else's experience was if you had one and would like to share it. Oh, I've got one here from Shah. Um, she sent in a message. She's from Toronto. She uh, came onto the call a bit late. She said she had some family issues. But um, then her next comment is, wow, I came just at the right time. That was so <laughs> enticing and loving. I'm so peaceful. Um, yeah, talk about divine timing, Shah. <laughs> and you can go back and listen to the replay as well and pick up, uh, you know, listen to all the other great stuff, plus the first meditation, which was wonderful too. But, oh, yeah, it's, it's been a really, really great call, Lorraine. Thank you so Thank much. You. Oh, listen, it is so my pleasure and um, I have felt the divine presence throughout this call as I I have been experiencing and definitely even more. You and I have talked about that we're experiencing shifts in our energies. I want to thank you for the feedback that you gave me because that's very affirming for me to be able to hear what other people are experiencing because I know what I'm experiencing, and I want so much for this energy to touch as many people as possible. So it's so exciting for me to hear uh, what people are, you know, what your experiences are. So beyond tonight's call, if you have anything that you want to share, please, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email at Lorraine at LorraineCohen.com. I'd love to hear your experience. And... um you know, treat yourself to the package. I'm so passionate about this. I really invite you to take a look 
it is such a powerhouse, and um, I hope you love it as much as I do, or more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if, if, if people have loved what they've received on the call today, this is very much your your energy, and they will love the package as well. It's it, yep. it flows on beautifully from what we've been talking about today. Thank you. So um, I've just clicked refresh a few times on my Q&A screen. There's nothing new coming in. I think probably quite a few people are still just sitting there going, ah, you know, integrating that experience. Absolutely. And we have gone significantly over time, but I think that was probably to be expected because we do get involved in in very deep conversations (laughs) and the content is so, so wonderful that it's just really worth listening to. Thank you. Uh, so what I would like to do is give you a, a formal thank you, but it's also a thank you from the bottom of my heart for, for speaking for us today. You've shared invaluable information. and It's also such different information from what so many other people are out there, you know, promoting their... Um, you know their their latest technique or whatever and this is just we don't need any special tools we don't need anything at all apart from the willingness to just sit in the feelings that are coming up as they come up allow them to come up and that's it it's it's actually a very very simple process it doesn't require lots of brain power lots of money lots of anything it's so simple but so powerful and and you do it with the divine. That's Absolutely. Right. And the do divine, the I think, is, is with every one of us now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm still feeling very, very strong energies. There's a real sense of power around me and in me at the moment. And it's... It, how can nice, I describe it? it? It feels like an embodiment of the divine. That's the only way I can yeah. describe it. And that's not yeah. coming from a place of ego. It's coming from a place of feeling. So I feel that there will be many others on the call who will, if they didn't already have a close connection to the divine, will now be in a position where they can really access divine guidance and trust in the power of the divine. Yes. You know, one final thing. I did a weekend about two weeks ago. Uh, It was a repeat of a weekend, and I had felt a very strong presence of the divine within my body. I I literally was feeling the vibration down to my feet, which was new for me. And I was having to take some deeper breaths because the vibration was so strong. It was exciting to me because it was a confirmation of a closer connection. That was my interpretation. As well as that I that my sensitivity to experience energy, that's probably what we're all experiencing all the time, but when we're dealing with so much density and disconnection, we don't feel it. It's like this beautiful buzz the whole time that's not distracting at any, you know, in any way, but there's something very soothing and very calming about it. It was very exciting. And that may be what some of you are experiencing or have experienced and the more that you continue to open up, the more you connect with this energy, which is your natural state. And how cool is that? Absolutely. Okay, well, I'm just looking at the time. I know people have other commitments and things, so I think I'm going to just have to wrap it up now. 
Um, and uh, I'd like to really thank everybody who's been on the call today. So um, I hope that everybody has received lots and lots and lots of really potent, not only information, but potent healing and really having that sense that it's okay to feel the feelings, that we don't have to try and intellectualize things, that we get far better results when we step out of our head totally, which the conscious mind only represents 10% of our mind anyway, and just go into the feelings which represent the subconscious and the soul. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Lorraine. And uh, until next time we talk, namaste. Namaste, everybody. Be well. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and I invite you to leave a review or a rating on iTunes. Don't forget to tell your spiritual friends about Light Up Your Life, too. For more information about my work, and even how you can have a free 15-minute private healing session with me anywhere in the world, make sure to check out either of my websites at healthehealer.com that's heal-the-healer.com or angelwingshealing.com no dashes May your days be blessed with light and love Until next time Bye for now Namaste Namaste